Hi, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Tara Humphrey. I run an award-winning healthcare consultancy specialising in supporting primary care networks. I'm a facilitator. I am a mum of three. I have an MBA and I would class myself as a bit of an adventurer. And I absolutely love all things business, all things leadership, all things management. So I created this podcast for clinical and non-clinical colleagues working in the field of health and care and for those of you looking to develop your leadership skills. Every week we release an episode which focuses on the hard and soft skills required to lead in this increasingly complex environment as we move to delivering more integrated care. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So for a while, I've wanted to record an episode, which kind of, it's like a diary. I don't want to say the famous diary that I feel like the world is obsessed with. But I just thought as a female business owner, there aren't many UK female service-based businesses, like business owners have got an in-person service that document the behind the scenes. And I've always wanted to And then for some reason, I get a little bit scared and then I just kind of go back to just talking about what we do versus talking about how I do it. But I'm feeling brave. And I heard a lady called Amy Porterfield, who has got the online marketing podcast Made Easy. She did this a couple of years ago where she basically recorded every day, maybe like five minutes. She kind of broke down what she did and why she did it and her thoughts and feelings around it. And I just thought it might be interesting. Let's just try it. Let's just see. I'm going to be really honest. I'm nervous because my team will listen to this and I'll obviously talk about my team, but I think it might be helpful. So let's make a start. So it is currently Sunday. My week starts on a Sunday and I did think, I was talking with my husband, I really struggle. You've got the business owners that only work a few hours a week, (laughs) just loving life and making money. I work a lot. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I just do. So I would say I work six days a week. I don't work. I didn't work fully all day today, but I did work. So in the morning, I set up a new company on Companies House. So we're moving into offering clinical services and I've had a VAT assessment and it pushes some of my business into non-vatable. So for ease, I've spoken with a tax expert, I've spoken with my accountant, and we feel that it's best to separate my vatable from my non-vatable services. So I set that up. It's super, super easy. I did that and I just wanted to get that done before Monday. The next thing that I did, which I've written down, I really shouldn't do this actually. This is a bit of a waste of time. This is me micromanaging the process and I really shouldn't, but I checked our marketing assets, which are going out this week. So I write the newsletter, the blog and record the podcast. I wrote the newsletter today. It didn't take me long. It took me about 15 minutes. I knew what I wanted to write about. And then we had a blog. The blog goes out on Monday now at 10 a.m. That particular blog is an in-depth guide to the additional role reimbursement scheme for primary care network leaders. I wrote that over the Christmas period. And then I've got a podcast episode going out and I recorded that before Christmas. So I know the stuff that's going out, but I couldn't resist just going into Asana, making sure that they were there and then just messaging Sophie, who manages all of our marketing assets to say, 
just to clarify they're all there the other reason why I did do that is because from Tuesday to Friday or Tuesday to Thursday I'm going to be out of the office and Friday I've got virtually back-to-back meetings so I just wanted to ensure Sophie's not waiting on anything from me because I won't be as available to answer those queries and another reason actually why I check it is because some of the information goes out on my personal channel so it looks like I'm posting it but I'm not posting it so I just want to make sure (laughs) so that is me wasting time I do strive to be productive and touch it once and hand it over, but I don't always do that. So confession there. The next thing I did, I did go on to LinkedIn and Twitter. I don't spend too much time on there. I generally like just seeing my friends in the healthcare space, seeing what they're up to, giving them a like. I'm quite happy. I enjoy the platform. I did post a couple of items on there. It didn't take too much time. And I also did that on Twitter. The main thing I did on Twitter is at 7 p.m. every evening. I did it a little bit early, actually. I'm part of the NHS 1000 Miles community. And every evening on a Sunday, we go on and share our mileage. So I posted that. I'm skipping around my day. It's not all in order. I've just made some notes. I did some digital drawing. So over the pandemic, I really got into digital drawing. I've got an iPad. I've got Procreate. I'm really crap at drawing. But I just follow along with the channel called Art With Flow. So I did some of that. All of the kids, everybody was at home. So for those of you that don't know me, I am married to Mark. We've been together for 23 years. Mark has got his own business. He's got an office based from home. My office is based outside of my home. I've got three kids. One of them's got type 1 diabetes. One of them's got lymphotic syndrome, which is a kidney disorder. But she currently is in remission. And then I've also got a 14-year-old. So the eldest two. Tia and Layla, they're just mooching around the house and just coming down and ask, you know, just mooching around like they do. And then Tali, my youngest, played with her for a little bit, just tickling her, <laughs> annoying her. We played the game Othello. We played a quiz game, watching a little bit of TV, just normal mum stuff. So I didn't work all day. You kind of I do a spurt of work and then I'll go downstairs and just hang out and do a bit of tidying up and then I'll jump back on. So it's not particularly productive, but that's how I did it today. I did two workouts. I've got a Peloton bike. Again, if you know me, I would say I am, I'm just like a wannabe ultra marathoner. I've done quite a few, but last year I went out on my bike, fell off and hurt my shoulder. So running is still quite difficult. So I bought a Peloton So I did a Peloton ride in the morning. I'm really into lane breaks. So I did a 30 minute lane break in the morning. And then after dinner, I was like, I want to beat my score. (laughs) So after Sunday dinner, I went back on the Peloton. Then I wrote out my weekly priorities for the week and we use Microsoft Teams. We've got multiple channels and one of them is a workload channel. And every week, most of the team do it on a Monday. I do mine on a Sunday. I post my weekly priorities and my diary so people can see where I am. I actually don't have many weekly priorities because I'm out of the office. I'm working with one of our PCNs and I'm working with a GP federation and a group of PCN managers. So it's just to knock it out of the park and just do an excellent job and to make sure everybody on the team has got everything. I am working with a business coach and I feel like it's not homework, but I have got modules to watch and action. So it's kind of like business homework. So that is also on one of my priorities. And then I went into my email. Now I'm really picky. I mean, if you speak to my assistant, Valentina, bet she hates managing my email because I don't like when it goes off the page, which I think means there's like more than 10. I don't like that. So I like to keep my email nice and neat and tidy. So I organize that. And then where I've got an iPad, I use the note-taking app, Good Notes, and then prepared my to-do list for Monday. 
and just wanted to shout out. I met a guy called Connor last Friday and I had a really, really, really good chat with him. He is like a trans- digital transformation leader in GP Federation. His name is Connor Price. And on my to-do list is to thank him for meeting with me. It's really nice that people just want to chat. And I, I can say to him, Nicole, like, like, what are you selling? And he's like, I'm not selling anything. He's just like, I just want to chat with you. I just want to see like what you're up to. This is what we're doing. It was just really, really nice. Also on my to-do list is, well, I need to speak to Valentina. A guy called Pierre reached out to me, who is a primary care network manager, and said, would I consider being his mentor? Initially, I was like, mm, I'm not sure, I don't know if I've got the time. And at the time when the email came in, it was in the evening. My daughter T was in the bedroom. And I was like, T, look at this. This guy's reached out to me and asked me to be his mentor. It's quite a funny, like cheeky message. What do you think? She was like, Mum, give him a chance. So I met him and just thought, yeah, we clicked. So I need to speak to Valentina about scheduling those meetings in the diary and sending him over a mentorship agreement, just so we're clear on what is in scope and what is out of scope. And then I ironed my dresses that I'm taking with me to Warrington and Halifax this week. So that is me setting up the week. I will check back in on a Monday and let you know how my day has been. Hey, so welcome to day two of my little diary. (laughs) So today is Monday and I've had an excellent day. The time is currently 10.57 and I have driven to Warrington. But if we cycle back, I'll try and give you what I think are the highlights of my day. I woke up at dead on two minutes past six without my alarm. I'm an early bird. Usually I wake up earlier. I did two Peloton stretch workout. So exercise every day in the month of January. On the Sunday, I did two Peloton rides. And then today I did two lots of stretching. And that felt good, meditated. My eldest two got off to school absolutely fine. And I took my youngest into school. And it was just a really calm, fun, relaxed morning and got into the office at nine. And I think it was a calm, relaxed morning because I'd done so much preparation on the Sunday. So that definitely paid off. Valentina, who's my executive assistant, and Lauren, who is our project coordinator, were working in the office. So that was really good. And my goal for today is that we're setting up a second company. So I was on the phone to my accountant, on the phone to our insurance company, on the phone to our GP clinical supervisor, and just making sure we've got everything in order. So that is really productive having conversations around HR and transferring staff over. So that was the majority of my day and that went really, really well. But actually, I did receive some not great news and that is we are recruiting to a new position and one of the candidates has pulled out and I was disappointed. So I just thought, you know, people have these podcasts and you see people on social media. It looks like everything's rosy all the time. While that's not a massive deal, it was a little bit of a bummer because that was like, got into the office, Valentin was like, guess what? So that put me on a bit of a downer, but I did have a check with the team. And then I did a telephone interview for a project coordinator position. And we've invited that person for a second interview. So that conversation went well, but we will go through the interview process. The theme I wanted or the thought that I'm leaving with myself really is that I met today with a guy called Kevin and it was a really good conversation. And we met on Twitter I posted that I had a really good experience at my local GP surgery for first contact physio. And he was like, oh, I didn't realise you lived in Whitstable. I live in Whitstable. Do you want to catch up? And he works in health tech and predominantly works 
in secondary care. And I was a bit like, it's really interesting that I, I didn't hesitate to meet with him. And then last week, I met with a guy called Connor, and he was in the health tech space. And again, I didn't hesitate to meet with him. When other people message me, I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> and I just thought, what is it? And I think it's that connection point. I don't like saying yes to people that I know just want to sell to me. And I don't know if that's closed minded because every conversation is helpful. You know, like you learn something like I like that or I don't need that or at least I know who you are. And if something crosses my radar, then I'll think of you. But sometimes I can be quite quick just to say no to people like I'm too busy. But the way Connor and Kevin approached me, I'm interested in this. I heard your podcast. I can tell when someone's listened to the podcast. I can tell when somebody's read our blog. Like it was a sincere, I'm doing this you're doing that. Let me just meet and like be each other's sounding board and chew the fat. And it brought me back to pre-COVID times when I would often meet with people and that's really obviously all stopped and I'm slowly getting back into it. But yeah, I really did think, is anybody a fan of the cold call? I certainly not. And I also thought, I don't think, I don't know if I'd say ever, there was a period where I did like cold calls to try to get a guest spot on other people's podcasts, but I gave up quickly. I don't think I have ever reached out to somebody as a cold call. I'm a bit, I was going to say a bit lazy, like people come to me and then obviously I discuss what we do and share what we do and then they decide. But I don't like the cold call and I don't do that to people. When it comes to the podcast, sometimes I'll see people and I think you would be excellent and I've done my research. Have they been on another podcast? Have they done any video? What are they talking about? So I do my research and then I'm very specific with my ask. Like I've seen you, I really like this post. I've got this podcast. I think it'd be really, really interesting. Here's what we do. You know, here's what we could potentially talk about. Would you be up for it? So that's the only time I make the cold call, but it's very specific and I've done my research on the person. So my reflection of today is when people reach out to me, I tend to say yes when I feel like there's a genuine connection, like we live in the same area, we might know the same people, they're interested in primary care networks, or I've got an interest in health tech, or I've got an interest in type 1 diabetes, I've got an interest in getting as many people as possible signed up to the DKMS blood stem cell registry. So those are all connection points. And if people do their research, then it's easy to approach somebody and say, oh, I know that you're interested in this. I'm interested in this. Let's just have a chat no PowerPoint deck. Let's just talk and then let's just see where it takes us. So that is my reflection of the day. Did I mention I'm currently in Warrington? So I had my full day at work, went home and then I was like, I've got a meeting in Warrington the next day on Tuesday. Do I drive up in the morning and wake up at silly o'clock to make sure I get here in time or should I just come up the night before? So I chose to come up the night before. So it's been a full on day. My preparation on Sunday really has benefited me today. So the lesson learnt is make sure you prepare. For me, I am good when I prepare. I like structure. So even though I'm really tired, I am going to create my plan this evening for tomorrow. I don't like waking up and not knowing what I'm doing and then having to spend time planning. I feel like I'm wasting time. I just want to wake up. I know what the plan is and I like to crack on. So I'm going to do that this evening and I will check back in tomorrow.
So welcome back. It is day three of my diary and today is Tuesday. So I'm currently in Warrington. I've had a really, really good day and just the highlights of today. I woke up today at 5.45 without an alarm. I did doze and snooze for a little bit before I got out of bed. I went to Pure Gym in Warrington. So I've got like a multi-gym membership, which is really handy, which means I can still exercise when I'm on the move. They do have an app so you can kind of work out at home or you know, in your hotel room. And I also have the Peloton app, but I decided to go to the gym today. The main kind of focus of my day was attending a board meeting. The board meeting was scheduled for two hours. We had quite a few big financial decisions to make. So it was quite a full on meeting, but it was really good. We were going to hang back for half an hour to have a bit of a debrief and that debrief turned into two hours so the whole meeting was four hours and it was really good and at the end of the meeting I asked what we call the core delivery group what do you think went well and I'll share with that with you we said the meeting participants were really really engaged we had constructive conflict nothing was off limits the finances were clearly presented it was really good having a face-to-face meeting because before so many of our meetings were done online so being face-to-face felt really really good. We felt that the board really trusted us as a core delivery group. We acknowledged people. One of our lead practice managers is stepping down so she got a lovely kind of leaving gift and everybody just really appreciated her work. There was a good transition of the lead practice manager she's actually leaving her role in the practice so we welcomed the new practice manager and then we also welcomed a different lead practice manager so that was really good potentially we will need a lead practice to support the finances and again another practice step forward so typically in a primary care network the same few practices tend to do the lion's share so it's really nice that other practices step forward and put their hands up and said i'm happy to lead on x y and z so that was really really good there were people at the meeting which don't usually come which are part of their practice leadership teams and i think we gave them a warm welcome and they just everybody just fitted in and everybody felt free to speak and share their opinion so that was what went well And then even better if we said stricter time management and that probably when we're making big financial decisions, we should have a single item agenda because there's just so much to pack into this meeting and having a visual aid of the options might have been better because there was just so much to take in. So yeah, stricter time management, less is more on the agenda and some visual aids to help kind of guide people through the decision making and do some financial modelling. So that was really good. And that's a tip. We often do that. You know, what went well? What did you think? What did I think? What could we learn for the future just to make our meeting more effective? Now, it's currently nine o'clock. I did think when you work away or when I work away from home, my day is typically longer because I don't have like my family and I don't stop naturally to be with the kids and be with my husband. So it is a longer day. And what's really interesting is because I'm sharing what I'm doing, I'm noticing how I'm spending my time. And I'm thinking, why are you doing this? People listen to this think, why are you doing that? So I spent quite a lot of time on finances this evening. I thought, do I need to do that? Probably not. I'd had a few requests for meetings. I do want to meet with everybody, but 
I don't have the time, so I have delegated some meetings to our new head of primary care development when that person comes into post. So I've kind of said, thanks so much for thinking of us. We're currently recruiting to this position. Once that person's in post, we'll circle back around with you. So I've been good at kind of delegating and pushing back in some instances. And then throughout the day, I've been speaking with my friend Monique Carriel. Now, Monique's been on the podcast. We've become really good friends. I really value her advice. She used to be an NHS director and she's now a coach and she's got her own company. She's a really good confidant and hopefully, yeah, I think it's like back and forth. We provide each other with advice and just share our thoughts. And my thought and the thing I asked her for advice today was around people messaging me that essentially want access to my network. So you will have this reason why I'm sharing it because I think it will be helpful. People will message you because they want you to refer them to your network. They understand how valuable the network is and just want that straight up referral. And I was like, we just get asked all the time and I'm not like a referral business. I don't sell my referrals. My network is really valuable and really precious and I don't want to just keep bothering people and keep kind of selling other people's services to them. How do I manage that? It'd be interesting to know, like, how do you guys manage that? I want to be as helpful as possible. I'm not the gateway to everybody's PCN. I'm not. So she's just given me some advice around that. It also ties in what I think I said yesterday. And that was, why do I say yes to people? And why do I say no to people? And I think it's when people are just, hey, either buy my service or can you give me access to your service? That's like a no. So just getting some advice on that. I want to be open-minded. I love building networks, building connections, but I also have to be mindful of my time and also have to be mindful of my network and don't want to always be seen as the person. Go and speak to this person, speak to that person, speak to this person when I know how busy people are. And I've got a good idea of what is currently important at the moment and some services just are not a priority talking about managing referrals managing requests for my time but I think you guys will be able to relate to this you are busy people how do you do it do you say yes to everybody you probably don't and I probably need to learn from that I would give today out of 10 I would give today a 7.5 I'm really happy and the only reason why it's not higher is because I'm just really tired I'm ending the day with a headache so I'm going to put my laptop down after this I think I'm going to meditate I'm going to read a book and just hopefully try to drift off to sleep and I'll check back in tomorrow. Welcome to day four. I nearly forgot. So today is Wednesday and it's currently 10 to 11. This is my second night in Warrington and I've been working with Warrington Innovation Network, which is a primary care network. Seven practices, 56,000 patients, Yesterday I met with the board and then today we had our PCN meeting and in that PCN meeting we looked at the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats of the network. We looked at how we could improve our communication and we agreed to kind of drop certain meetings. So it's like what can we start doing, what can we stop doing, what can we continue doing and we did that over Domino's Pizza. So that was really good and I did think This week, one of the things I really wanted to say is that it's not always good. And last week I sacked somebody. So it's not always good. So far, so good. This week is good. It's making up for last week. And my kind of reflection of the day, I had a couple of reflections actually. 
in regards to letting the team member go, she was a new team member, but it was very clear, very quickly, I don't think we were the team for her. And I did think every hire I have brought on either teaches me about myself and my own leadership style and what I want, teaches me or highlights something or reinforces something about the business and what the business needs and what the clients need and what the clients deserve and what the clients expect. And it also highlights to me how amazing my team are. So it's a lesson learned. I take full responsibility. I made a mistake on that hire and you just live and learn. So it is not all rosy. So I started this morning, not that early. I think I woke up about five. I went to the gym, but it wasn't a great session because I didn't have my headphones. I'd left them in the car, but I thought I'd lost them. So I didn't have a great workout. But the hotel that I was staying in did have a sauna and a steam room. So I went in there, meditated. It was a really nice start to the day. Checked in with Valentina, which was really, really nice. I've got to read you something from my diary. So I did message Valentina to say, I think our communication at the moment is going so well. It's so nice to work with somebody I like trust explicitly. She's just absolutely fabulous. And we just work together really, really, really well. She knows me. She knows me better than I know myself. And so that was really nice. Also reached out to Callum, who I work with alongside at Warrington Innovation Network. and was like, I really like working with you. I think they make a really good team. He was like, oh, I really appreciate that. So that was nice. So, you know, like it's important to value people. It's important to let people know what you think of them and not take it for granted. Also, I had a catch up with Ellen in the car for about half an hour and that was really nice. And the other kind of reflection I had is that we have like three core business work streams at the moment. One is interim network management. The other stream is training and the other stream is consulting. Now, consulting, I find the hardest because we're only there for a short amount of time and you want to please them. You want to give them what you want, but you need to be honest and give your reflections and give your opinion. So we've got a consulting project and it's coming to the end. And the nature of the end of these projects is always challenging. There's always edits, just a lot of to and throw. So that's what we're going through at the moment with one project. But Ellen is doing amazing. I really, really appreciate it. and. You want the client to love it, but you also have to think carefully about, am I proud of this piece of work? Have we met the brief? Have we met the scope? Have we delivered it? And you kind of have to separate that with, did they like it? Did we deliver it? Did they like it? Two different things. When I very first started, you wanted everybody to love it. The nature of our work is that because we are working with more than one person, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven practices, everyone's going to see something different and everyone's going to have their own opinion. So we're just working through that and she's doing a stellar job. And then the other work stream around education, that's challenging because they'll get out what they put in. So if you never come to the sessions, if you never kind of look at the modules and take notes and try and test and edit and amend, that's kind of the education piece. And we've got interim management, which is easier just because we're there a little bit longer. It just takes a while to get to know people. So that's a reflection, but I'm really, really happy with our client portfolio. And also going back to the consulting piece of work that Ellen is leading on, this is me. I'm not speaking for her. Sometimes when things are hard, my nature, I do this every time. I think I'm not going to do that again. And we always talk about our ideal clients and doing things that we love. And it's like easy money. And it's like, 
in order to get your ideal client, in order to deliver profitable services really quickly and really easily, you have to do it over and over and over and over again. You might be lucky and just find your thing, find your magic source straight away. But for us, it takes time. So we've got this consulting project and it's really hard. I'm like, oh, should we do it again? Should we do it again? So I do that. And then I'm like, Tara, just stop it. You can do hard things. And this is actually not that hard. Imposter syndrome setting in. You've set your standards so bloody high. <laughs> you know, like you can't even meet your own standards that you've set. So I go through this cycle regularly of, oh, it's really hard. I don't want to do it. And then, oh, we're doing it again. <laughs> so that's the energy that I'm in at the moment. But it's a good place. Those are my reflections for today. Now I am in Halifax. So I was in Warrington and now I've driven to Halifax to work with a group of primary care network managers, which I'm really looking forward to. And then I get to go home. I am missing my bed. So I will check in tomorrow. Welcome back. Today is Thursday and day five of my diary series. So the time is currently five to five. I'm now at home, but I woke up today at around six o'clock in the morning in Halifax as I was working with a client there. So when I woke up, I didn't exercise. I'm feeling really tired. And even though I know it'd be good for me, I just couldn't be bothered. So I just got ready and just jumped onto my email and just tried to get as much of the kind of admin bits done and sending emails done as possible before my facilitation started with a small group of primary care network managers at nine o'clock. So that session went well. And I think one of the reflections I wanted to share with you guys is that we went off topic a little bit and we we're just talking about in our jobs, it's the norm to want to improve our skill set by increasing our technical knowledge. So it might be finance, it might be HR, it might be primary care network management, it might be communication, it might be presentation skills, it might be the use of an IT system, which is absolutely normal and quite often necessary in some instances. But what we fail to do, and I'm guilty of this, I'm not perfect, is sometimes you just need to slow down. <laughs> that will help you become better at your job. Or you might just need to buffer in some more reflection time. That will help you to be able to better problem solve. Having boundaries at the end of your day will help you to become more effective at your job. And it's all basic stuff. And it's all the stuff we've all heard before. Sometimes we don't do it. So I'm going to practice what I preach today. I've driven home. It took me about four and a half hours. And on my way home, I use that time in the car and often do this. Call people, catch up with people. I spoke with my accountant. I caught up with Sophie, my marketing manager. I gave Pinar a call and was just sounding her out about one of our courses, listened to podcasts and just used it as thinking time. So it was a good use of my time. And that's one of the reasons why I like traveling. It forces me to think. And also you can be quite efficient rather than setting up hour long Microsoft Teams calls. You can have just quick calls with people on the phone. So that works really well for me. And I've come home and like everybody, got lots to do. And in acknowledgement, I think I said to you a couple of days ago, for me, when I work away from home, my days are so much longer adding in the travel. Before I say this, I'm not moaning and I'm not boasting. But the last four days, I've had 12 hour plus days one on Monday because I was traveling 
and then the rest of the time because I'm working away and in a hotel room and I don't have that natural stop because of my family I'm working into the night I've got to Thursday and I am shattered <laughs> so yes I've got work to do but I've not been at home for three nights not seeing my kids not seeing my family so the last thing I'm doing today which is approaching now five o'clock is this podcast and then I'm downing tools. I have done my to-do list for tomorrow, so I know exactly what I'm going to do. I do have lots to do, so I am going to have an early start. But Friday, again, I'm going to finish dead on time, have a hard stop, and then that will be the end of my diary, and we'll go into the weekend. And I've booked an appointment to get my nails done and a pedicure done, so I've got a nice treat waiting for me at the weekend. So that's my reflection for today. That's what I've been up to today. Not a great deal, but when you're facilitating, you know, you've got to be on it. And then four and a half hour drive home. Actually, before I go, some good news is that we have been put onto a framework across an integrated care system, which houses 45 primary care networks. So if they want training or consultancy when it comes to primary care networks, THC primary care is one of those options. So that is really, really good news. So that's a nice way to end the day all tidy, all organized. I've got a plan for tomorrow. Now, all I need to do, I say is rest. I do need to kind of do some carpool with the kids and take them to gymnastics. So I've got that to do this evening, but that's it. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, so today is Friday and my final diary entry for this podcast. So it's currently 22 minutes past five. I've just had like a checkout with the team for the week. I did say to them, I really appreciate their hard work. It's been a very busy week for everybody all round. And just my parting message with them was, I know it's really busy and I know you've got loads to do, but you need to switch off this weekend. And I'm so conscious about creating a culture where people feel like they have to work all hours of the day. I just really wanted to reiterate to them to just take the weekend, put your phone away, your work phone away, put your laptop away and just enjoy your weekend. You'll be more productive when you come back on Monday. It was like a kind rant at the team. I started the day. I was really tired from yesterday. I had what I think was a lie-in. It was a bit of a lie-in. woke up at half past six. I had a meeting at eight with some colleagues where we worked together on our new GP partnership program. And then at 9.15, we had our PCN Plus meeting where we were discussing our event, which we are putting on on the 1st of March. If you're a primary care network leader, click in the show notes and you'll see what we're doing with that event. Really, really exciting. And really kept asking ourselves, why would somebody take the time to come to our event? And really want to be clear with the value that we are providing and being really intentional about it. So had a good conversation there. Then I went into a meeting with a primary care network, what we call our core delivery group. And we were just discussing very operational things like rotors, money, business associates. That was really good. And in that meeting, so Callum is a deputy primary care network manager. And he basically said, because he's had a few days of intense meetings, he now needs some time to actually do the work. And everyone was like, yep. And so that call ended nice and early. I think we all felt like that, but he just vocalized it, which was really, really good. I had like an exploratory meeting where we kind of both agreed that there wasn't really any area for collaboration, but it was nice to chat. I've recorded two podcasts, I suppose three. So finishing up this one, I recorded a podcast of a guy called Ankish. I love that conversation. 
And I also recorded another solo episode. I also wrote a blog. I left my iPad at home, so really know what I was doing today. (laughs) It's just been a nice day in the office. I needed it. I absolutely needed it. I know I've got lots of things to do, but I am practicing what I preach. I really am not going to pick up any work on Saturday. So for the rest of today, rest of Friday, I'm just going to chill out. This may be one for the ladies, but on Disney, there is a series called Reasonable Doubt, directed by Kerry Washington. If you've watched Scandal, you will like this. So I'm going to watch that this evening with some Kylie Minogue, sparkling pink rosé, (laughs) too much information. And I'm going to celebrate. It's been a good week. It really has. I've had a few stressful moments. I've had a few very tired moments. But this, I would say, is a typical week. I'm not always out of the office, but there are long days. It is full on when people ask me how I do it. I do work long days, but I also know when my cup is full and I know when I need to stop. So I'm quite good at that. And then the other thing I said to my team was I used to listen to a podcast called The School of Greatness with Lewis Howes. And years ago, he had a relationship coach on called, I think her name is Esther Perel. And I remember her saying that, again, for the ladies, when we go out, when we go to work, we make sure our hair's done nice, our makeup's done nice, we're looking really nice, you know, like all of that stuff. We really make an effort. And then we get home from work, makeup comes off, loungewear comes on, we're tired from the day and you just lounge on the sofa. And sometimes you save your worst for home. You keep your best for work and your best for friends and you give the worst of yourself, the tired Tara, to Mark and the kids. And don't get me wrong, I can definitely can vouch. I'm not the world's best wife and the world's best mum, but I do love my family time. And when I feel like this, when I feel really tired, I feel like actually, no, just stop. That's a motivation to not just save my worst for my family. And I will stop and I will make the effort. So we used to have, not all the time, but have like movie night Fridays. And today is, let's have a movie night Friday. Let's eat junk food. Let's drink. Let's do all the things that we shouldn't do. We'll go to the gym tomorrow. So that's where my head's at. It's been really interesting recording my week and it's been really helpful to think why I do the things I do. I've been very aware of my thoughts. I've been very aware of just how I structure my day. I've been very aware of where I waste my time. I've been aware of the things that I really enjoy doing. And I've been aware of how long sometimes I work and why I do that. But also it's not great, but some self-awareness when I know it's time to shut up shop. So I hope you found this interesting. I was telling my sister, I don't know if it's interesting, but I also believe that people are interested in the mundaneness of other people's weeks, if that makes sense. People just like to hear and see that stuff. So. I don't know if I'll do it again. I may do. Let's see what the response is like, but over and out. And the next podcast will be back to our regular scheduled activity. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like what you hear, I would absolutely love it if you left us an iTunes rating and five-star review. 
I know many of you give us a shout out on social media, which is lovely to see you guys listening to the podcast. So please come and find us on Twitter at THC Primary Care, on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Just look for Tara Humphrey. And if you're not subscribed to our newsletter, please do. You get to hear more insights, more confessions, some tips and tools and a roundup of our activity over the week. So click on join the newsletter in the show notes and I will see you in the next episode. Oh, <laughs>